Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Trisana Chandler probably doesn't approve of swear words. But we're about to read her book, so who knows? Maybe she'll change her mind. Just in case, you should be warned, we might swear in this episode. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Izzy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're talking about chapter two of Triss's book. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's investigate a crime scene. In this chapter, Nico comes to get Triss from chores. And he's like, hey, I need your help being Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> he needs to investigate. Those, those were his exact words. This is also the chapter where we find out how old Nico is. Oh. He is 53. Did you say 53? 53. Nico is 53. 53. We're just going to continue repeating that number. <laughs> they go out to said crime scene and they do big ass magic that Nico has to borrow power from Triss for. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Nico called it, big-ass magic. Yes. No, he wouldn't have called it big-ass magic, because ass is probably a word that is not in Nico's vocabulary. Big booty magic. Can you just picture Nico saying big booty? (laughs) So what did they find out about this place? The explosion was strong enough to shatter the protective circles that they had put on it, all the spells. Sounds like a pretty big boom. Tris makes the observation that the smell is coming from the soot rather than the whole scene. Nico asks Tris also, can you not see all the magic that's around here? And she's like, uh, <laughs> you haven't taught me that yet. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he put the spell on her glasses and now she can see magic. And Tris finds a baby starling. <laughs> 
Step one is reading like a novice. What did you like or dislike about this chapter? Brittany's over there making faces. I think she knows. Brittany, would you like to go first? Okay, I will go first. I'll probably spill some stuff because I have a list like I always do. (laughs) My first one is while they're eating breakfast, the puppy starts whining and they're like, oh, you think we never fed you, little bear? Sandra's like, he's a growing boy, aren't you? And Lark and Dodge are both like, that's what scares me. I like this passage because it reminds me of Briar in the previous book, a connection between them. They said the exact same thing about Briar, and now they're saying that about the dog, which is kind of cute, especially since they're like, he's a growing boy. That's what we're scared of. (laughs) I like that it mentions they he can sit across two of the kids and put his head in the third kid's lap i don't know what type of dog little bear is but he is large he's gonna he's gonna become a big bear pretty soon (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) and then the next one i found it's not really one that i like it's a prediction i think it's wrong and i want it to be right but we'll see it's whenever chris is hearing voices again a voice that sounds familiar, but not like super familiar. So yeah. my hope is since it's a youthful voice, that it's Kirel, because I don't like him. <laughs> and want him to be this person. Because you want him to be the best. No good, and I want him to be gone out of this book. So I'm hoping it's him. Motherfucker, you deserve it. Anyway, next, moving on. The next one is when she finds the baby bird and she's like, it's not his fault his parents did. I feel like that's also a tie with Daja. not her fault that her family got killed either. So I like that in this chapter, there's two tie-ins to two of the characters. And first the dog is Briar and now this bird is Daja. Well, the bird is kind of all of them. I guess Triss's parents aren't dead, but Sandy's parents have also been killed. Briar's parents have been killed. And Triss has been turned away from her family. This is probably my favorite line in the whole chapter. And I think that Triss empathizes with the bird because she knows what it's like to be without family. Um, And now she's starting to learn what it is like to have family. And she wants to give that to someone else, but she still doesn't really like people. I think she recognizes that same sort of loneliness in the bird. And then my last one, part of the excerpt that we read in the last episode, whenever she's talking about the sex of the bird, she tells Nico, it's our dead things. She's and he's are alive. I think that's important because I know as like a child, whenever kids are horrible, we've already talked about that. Whenever a child sometimes sees a person that doesn't conform to either he or she, and they're like, oh, it's an it, because we can't tell. That's messed up. Don't be calling people it's. I know this book was written a while back, so I would also like to put a they in there as well. But uh, this is showing that pronouns are important, so I like that. That's actually something I've had an argument about recently. So thank you for uh, saying that. Thank you. People are dicks when it comes to pronouns. It it costs you zero dollars to not be an asshole. That's so true. Like, 
<laughs> Zero dollars. I'm also gonna have to say one of my favorite parts is like at breakfast. Sandry's sitting and watching all of them. And she can tell exactly what they're thinking about. She she's like, oh, Dodge is thinking about metalworking. You know, she she only gets that dreamy, far off look when she's thinking about that. The same look that a girl would have when they were thinking about that special boy or something along those lines. She knows exactly where Dodge's brain is. It shows how close they've gotten to be able to just pinpoint exactly how they are. It just it makes me happy. I love it. My favorite part, I think because of the implications, is when Nico is going to do the time reversal spell to see what happened at the uh, first lighthouse. He cuts his palms and he says that anytime you need to give a spell extra strength, seal it with blood. And that some people who are less good use the blood of other people to do that. And he talks about if he ever hears that Triss indulging in that sort of practice, that she will regret the day he met her. Or that she met him. Sorry. I mean, it was sort of a threat, but it makes you think just how powerful is Nico? His magic appears to be being able to see things others can't, but what else does he have up his sleeve? And it also kind of gives some insight into his ethics. Don't use other people's blood to do that sort of stuff. Unless they give you permission. Oh, yeah. You definitely made it sound like if you coerce someone or force them to use their blood on a spell, like, he's going to be very upset. Yeah. And you're going to regret it. And I remember Brittany pointing out when we read Sandry's book, some other scene where just Nico shows quite a bit of power and people sort of tremble at his wake. (laughs) There's one other piece that I wanted to point out because my favorite line is what Brittany already mentioned about the bird. But I also like this bit where they're at breakfast and Nico comes and you just have his voice and it's no little bear. Do not jump on me. No, I said no. That's a good no. Don't start again. I might piss people off when I say this. I'm looking at Indy. Nico is probably my least favorite of the teachers. And I think a lot of that has to do with this fastidiousness and Tris comes over and he's like, stop wrinkling my shirts. And I just kind of want to be like, Nico, chill the fuck out. Oh, I love Nico. But later on, when we get to the book with the scene, I'm going to make a comment. And I will remember this because this is a comment that I've had since I was little because you don't see much accurate representation for someone with OCD. And again, this is with my knowledge of what happens later. Someone who is a germaphobe and OCD, there's not a lot of accurate representation. And later on, it definitely points to both of those things are a huge factor of why Nico is as he is. That's interesting because I have read books about other characters who are like this. Nico does strike me. We talked about him pulling a Sherlock Holmes. He does strike me as kind of a Holmesian character, but I don't think I ever quite put the connection 
of him potentially having OCD. I like that broader idea. That scene in that book, <laughs> and I know you know exactly which one I'm talking, that's that's where I realized, oh, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm more forgiving for how he acts, especially in, I don't like dogs licking. It grosses me out. I get that. That's fine. And him being very particular on his clothing. I feel towards Nico in this scene sort of the way Brittany feels towards Carell. I'm like, Chris <laughs> has never had anyone love her for 10 fucking years. You can stand to get hugged. He's acting kind of stiff. I resonate with Nico on so many levels when it comes to that. I don't like being touched. It's cool. And obviously we like him. So it's more of, there are lots of ways to be that are valid. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also like where Briar teases Triss. Uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's really fair that you don't do chores. And she's like, oh, I need to stop. It's so easy. Really showing that they can tease each other like that without getting any hurt feelings. They're friends. They're friends. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Step two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we pull out a theme or a message from the chapter. What message or theme did you find? Do you know what I'm going to (laughs) say? The power of friendship. 
Except I was specifically going to point out the animal friendship because, as I've said before, animal friendship is a common theme in books that Tamara Pierce writes. And we have it with Little Bear and how they're like, oh, he's a growing boy. I don't know. I kind of imagine the four of them behave the same way around Little Bear that we do around any of the animals that show up on screen while we're doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will hug you now. And they let him lay on their lap and stuff. And then Chris, Chris, Tris taking care of this bird that she has never met. And she's just like, oh, but it is without somebody to take care of it. So I will take care of it. And just that ability to show kindness even to creatures that are not like ourselves. And then we also have hints that Rose Thorn does that. She probably likes birds better than people. I think she likes animals in general better than she likes literally anyone other than Lark. And plants. <laughs> it's Lark, uh, birds, other animals, other humans. Yes. <laughs> so plants, plants Lark, Lark, birds, most animals, dogs, children. Yes. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> <laughs> other people at the very bottom of that list <laughs> i wonder if these kids are starting to climb that ladder certainly briar is by this point yes for sure yeah because now it's getting towards plants lark briar <laughs> yeah. birds are still above briar yeah <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but he has climbed some he's higher than the rats now Yes. Yeah. You'd better be careful. He might fall. Fall. This better get eaten by rats. I think my theme is probably stubbornness. Especially with kind of same thing with the baby bird with Chris. Even though Nico told her that she couldn't save that bird, she still wanted to try. Like she wanted to try and put that effort in. I, I don't know if that's stubbornness or willfulness or, or what, but just that... Uh, her willingness to keep trying, you know, she kind of, I feel, saw some of herself or some of her friends in that bird, and she wanted to try to, to help it, just like she was helped. I like that, especially because when we talk about stubbornness and willfulness, we usually talk about them as being negatives. But in this case, I think those are positive traits. For theme, I... Dependence is not the right word because so we notice that Nico takes Triss out because he needs her in order to do big magic. And then she finds the bird and the bird needs her in order to stay alive. It's the knowingly taking on something. Do you mean like maybe like trying to support someone? Yes and no. It's the... It's a thankless job. You do something regardless of expecting something out of it. With the bird, it's not going to make it. So she takes that on without expecting anything. And then with Nico and Trisk, he takes her out there and he's like, I need you for this. And she just does it as, okay, well, here you go. Not expecting anything out of it she didn't ask what does she get out of this she just yeah, that is it that is 
that is what I'm trying to say. It's not asking what do I get out of doing this. It's just doing it because you out of, can. Like, <laughs> out of selflessness? Yes. Words are not my friend today. I'm sorry. I'm using the same passage as Natalie, but I pulled out trust. He asks Tris to trust him to be able to get the magic from him or get the magic from her. She trusts that he won't take all of the magic from her. You can see that a lot of her trust is being built in him. Obviously, she hasn't been able to trust anybody in her life. And this is the first person that has given her a reason to trust them in a long while. Even with like the spectacles, you could see that she was hesitant at first and giving him her glasses for him to be able to create the spell on it. But she does trust him enough to where she actually does hand it over to him for him to be able to do that for her. Step three is reading like a mage. This is where we try to use the text to put magic into our own lives. What connections did y'all see with your lives? Kind of just sticking with the same passage of Triss being stubborn and even after being told by Nico what would be required to save that bird, she didn't shy away from it. Literally the only time that she did is when she mentioned Rose Thorn, and that's for, I think, unrelated reasons of her being kind of thorny herself. But just the fact that she is willing to try to put in the effort to save this bird, even though Nico said it would require keeping it warm, checking on it every couple of hours, eating it, giving it water. She was willing to do that. She's willing to put in that hard work to help something. And I think that that's something that I... I do sometimes, but I think I need to put more effort into helping, even when I'm not asked, just to go ahead and offer to help other people, even if it does interrupt something that I'm already doing. I think I'm the same way. I'll help if I'm asked, but sometimes I just don't reach out and offer. I'm the type of person who, if Nico had said it's probably going to die anyway, I may not have been able to stand there and be like, nope, I'm going to try. Sometimes you can just get discouraged. And Tris has this built-in work ethic from her past, right? She's been passed from around a- from family member to family member and had all of these bad experiences with them. We know from the last book that she had to do a lot of chores for her family. So she's kind of used to that thankless job and I think here that probably helps her with standing up to the well it may be hard but I'm gonna do it anyway she's become somewhat immune to that discouragement and I'm sure it helped that she kind of like I said maybe sees her or her friends in that bird loss experience through no fault of its own but that doesn't mean it deserves to to languish there and die the part that really stands out to me is what Goodwin mentioned before, where Nico talks about doing blood magic and says, you always use your own blood. And if I hear of you doing elsewise and you don't want to know what will happen. And I guess for me, the story there is don't harm other people. If you have the ability to take the injury on yourself, 
then it is more appropriate to do that than to thrust it onto someone else. And that's not to say that we don't sometimes need help carrying our burdens or people to help us when we are hurt, but there's a difference between asking for help or letting someone help you and purposely hurting another person because you don't want to get hurt yourself. I have two. I'm an overachiever. The first one is she had very good feelings toward gold, not for its value as her trader can like it, but for its friendliness and its willingness to forgive mistakes as she handled it. So I want to be more like the gold and be more willing to forgive mistakes Um, because I'm the type of person that if a person makes too many mistakes, I'm quick to cut that person off. Like, okay, I'm done with you. You keep doing shit that I don't like. So I'm just done with you. So I need to be a little bit more forgiving because I'm bad at that. And then the next one is Tris was always asking questions about things. She had gotten a great many of them last night and gotten no answers. So again, just asking questions. There's no stupid questions. So it's good to ask questions to be able to learn. And sometimes you'll get no answers to your questions, but you got to keep digging because sometimes I'll get no answers to questions. and I'll be like, okay, well, that's that. And sometimes you just got to keep digging to find out your answers. So yeah, I think that's really important to growing as a person too. Just yes. It's so hard to remember. There are no stupid questions. Because there are people out there that will make you feel stupid for asking certain questions too. And yeah. then you get discouraged. And okay, well, I guess that was a stupid question. I shouldn't ask those questions. I think that's what makes Nico such a good teacher for Tris. And this is where I'm going to turn around and be like, oh, I love Nico. He's so great. <laughs> but hey, that's how people are, right? There are things about us that annoy them, but we love them anyway. Um, she is so curious and she just wants to know everything she can. And Nico really fosters that curiosity and he encourages her to ask those questions and to seek answers and to to learn through her curiosity. Which is why he's really the perfect teacher for her. He's so patient with her and he tries to be as forward and as willing to answer everything as he possibly, like there's some shit he just can't say and he can't answer but he tries to be as upfront as he can when she asks himself that's something I really like about Nico particularly is he doesn't just go oh well I'll explain it when we get older he actually is like okay so this is what's going on you're a little young yes this is what's going on we'll Um, see that some with Lark too in the future I remembered my thing. (laughs) It sounds weird, and I understand it sounds weird, but passion. If you look at the scene in which Sandria is talking about, oh, well, this is what Dodge is thinking about, and it is. It's exactly what Dodge, she's thinking about working in the forge and getting to go do all this stuff. And then later on, when Nico makes a comment about, oh, you better hurry up with those chores because Frostbind's about to be headed this way. And she's just like, yes, I'm going right now. 
things passion that need and that wants to continue doing it even as she said the gold being willing to forgive her mistakes she makes mistakes and she understands i'm going to fuck up i'm still new to this but she doesn't get discouraged by it she's still excited and so passionate about it i i love writing that is a huge part about me but sometimes i forget why i love it and it becomes more of a job and it's not fun sometimes you have to remember that you have to remember why you love something you have to stay passionate about it because if you lose that then it becomes a chore and then the more dragging it is the less you want to do it find that thing you're passionate about and keep at it some people it's music some people it's writing some people it's sewing some people it's reading there's always something that someone is passionate about we've talked in previous chapters about how dodges in this conflict constantly because her family was like no you don't get to do that yeah. and the fact that she's branching away and becoming more and more excited about going and doing it sometimes i need to remember the reason why i love something and why i want to do it and why it became a huge part of my life because sometimes it does just feel like a chore and like something that i just have to do and it's not fun or it's not fulfilling passion passion for your thing i like that one yeah it's really important mm-hmm. yes it is <laughs> and it sounds weird at all <laughs> all right is it excerpt time it is yeah frost pine was black like daja his skin a few shades darker than hers. What hair he still possessed grew in a lion's mane around a shiny bald crown. His beard sprouted wildly from his chin. The sleeves of his habit were rolled up and secured with ties, revealing a pair of arms that rippled with wiry muscle and big, strong hands. Kirel was half a head taller, white-skinned and blue-eyed with long, fair hair. Big-bellied and heavy-armed, he was the kind of young man who looked as if he belonged in armor with a two-handed sword slung across his back. Before they had left the cottage, Daja had made sure Kirel was slathered with ointment to keep him from burning in the sun. A bottle of the stuff was in one of the baskets on the mule the men had brought with them. Take off your shoes and get on your hands and knees, Frostpine told her. The more of you that's in contact with the ground, the better. She thought he was crazy, but she obeyed, placing her sandals to the side. Out here, the sun beat down like a hammer. She was already sweating enough that the drops tickled as they rolled down her cheeks and back. For a moment, she thought she saw a fishing boat out of the corner of her eye, off Crescent Island. When she took a quick glance, there was nothing to be seen. Remember what we did once, hiding lumps of different metal under cloth, he asked. Daja nodded. You made me guess what were under the cloths, and I knew what metals they were because of my magic. The mage's hair bounced as he nodded. Do the same thing now. Search under you for any trace of metal. Not raw metal, but metal that's been handled and worked. Sweat dripped into the dirt from her face. It's too hot. Too hot, he cried, white teeth flashing in a broad grin. Child, we are black. Black people are made for heat, to thrive in it. 
just as pallid boys like Kirel are made for snow and frost. Kirel <laughs> He had been walking a hundred yards away, holding a long metal divining rod out in front of him. I hate snow, he retorted calmly. And if you weren't crazy, Frostpine, you'd hate this weather as much as I do. Reaching up, he tied back his hair with the braids that hung on either side of his face. Nice. <laughs> I, I love them so much. Man, I hate having to agree with Kirill because I fucking hate the snow too. Goddamn. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like listening, tell your friends about us. If you don't like listening, tell your enemies. Please tell us what you think of the Circle of Magic by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. You can find more of Reading Circle Temple at readingcircletemple.com or find Reading Circle Temple on Tumblr. And thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their artwork on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon and Draws. Also, thanks to Britain's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee <laughs> next week. I made a mistake. (laughs) What have I brought to this world? Did did you make a mistake because we're all cackling, or did you make a mistake because you can't unsee it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.